Hey everybody, it's Chris. If you're a sports fan like me, or you're just a fan of a great story, you gotta check out Press Box Access, a sports history podcast hosted by Todd Jones. Todd sits down with fellow sports writers who experienced firsthand some of the biggest sports moments of the past 50 years, and they share some of the stories behind the stories, some of which they've only told to each other. What I personally love are the wild stories that you might not hear so much about on SportsCenter over the years. Like when Indiana-based sports journalist Bob Kravitz recounts the time Bobby Knight showed up naked to an office meeting with him and then banned him from the Hoosiers' locker room for the next three years because Bob wrote a story he didn't like. Or when Alexander Wolfe tells a story about going out on the town in Chicago with Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra in the middle of a Bulls playoff series. Or when Dan Wetzel talks about what it was like to be in the media room when Temple basketball coach John Chaney stormed into UMass coach John Calipari's press conference after a game and threatened to kill him. These wild and fun stories, paired with stories about real sports greatness, you know, like the 1970s Steelers being the greatest NFL dynasty ever, or the legendary rivalry between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, and even the impact of protests for social justice issues in sports, make Pressbox Access a show you should check out. Pressbox Access is part of the Evergreen Podcast family, and it's available all the places you get your pods, and you can also find Pressbox Access on YouTube. Go check it out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you ever have to fight an enormous Russian who killed your friend, might we suggest popping Robert Tepper's No Easy Way Out into the tape deck of your Lamborghini while you drive through the night and reflect on every single event that got you to that moment? This week, we're joined by my friend and punchline bandmate Steve Sabosley to discuss this animated singer whose passionate music should be the soundtrack to every montage. We're not indestructible Welcome back to the show, Steve. You came here today to talk about a real triumphant song. Uh, I'd never even thought, I don't even think I've ever considered doing this one. And when Steve suggested it, I was like, damn, all right. You're here today to talk about Robert Tepper's No Easy Way Out. As everyone knows from Rocky IV uh, montage, and as Matt told me, Cobra as well. Yeah, I think it propped up in both movies. Do you, if you, I know you've seen Rocky IV. Have you seen Cobra? I loved Sylvester Stallone when I was a kid, and I think it's funny that I'm very familiar with Cobra. I remember the 
wow. movie cover, but I never watched it. And I, I don't understand how I could be, I thought I loved him, <laughs> and yet I w- would never turn that movie on. So here's the story of Cobra, which is uh, simultaneously probably my favorite Stallone movie, and I can admit is probably his worst movie. Uh, Stallone was supposed to play Beverly Hills Cop. And part of the stipulation for him to play Beverly Hills Cop was that he could rewrite the script. And Cobra is the script that he submitted. And they were like, we are absolutely not making this movie. (laughs) And he's like, well, then I'll make it myself. And he changed the character from Axel Foley to Cobra and just shot the movie. Wow. (laughs) And apparently just shot everybody in the movie. Just shot every. It's like 122 people he kills in an 80 minute long movie. (laughs) (laughs) But but he also used this song in that movie as well. (laughs) Well, he used this song. He may have used this song. He definitely used Angel in the City by Robert Tapper. Yes. And he and Sylvester Stallone liked this song, No Easy Way Out. Oh, the the exact phrase on Wikipedia was he was taken by the song. <laughs> well, we we watched an interview with Robert Tepper on American Bandstand where he said that the Stallone's plan was to use a ballad in that montage scene, but then he popped in Robert Tepper's tape and he was just mind blown. And now <laughs> As, as when you walked in, we're watching the scene from the movie. It's a scene where Sylvester Stallone is riding in the car, <laughs> recounting in his mind every moment from the whole, entire story of Rocky while No Easy Way Out plays. It's it's pretty much a perfect Sylvester Stallone moment, many moments. Uh, and the song is pretty undeniable. I'm trying to separate the Rocky from it and think about it as just a song. Uh, that's kind of hard to do. Maybe some listeners out there don't have the Rocky part to it, but it's just, I mean, it makes you run want to run through a wall, I would say, right? It's The sound is very of the times. Yeah. I mean, the very 80s rock sound. And what year is this? This is 86. 86 sounds right, yeah. 86, yeah. I mean, it's, this song defines the sound. Of course, Sylvester Stallone was taken with it. Yeah, yeah. he said this is the new, it's like that scene in Back to the Future. He was like, hey, you know that sound you've been looking for? (laughs) I wonder how he found it. Well, we don't have a ton of information on this. What we know is that Robert Tepper helped write another hit song. Oh, yeah. Into the Night by, uh, what's this dude's name? Benny Mardones. You know the Benny Mardones song? You definitely know it. It is the creepiest song ever. We got to do one hit thunder about that. The Benny Mardones song is... She's just 16 years mm. old. <laughs> Leave her alone, wow. they say. Uh, yeah, he co-wrote that song. Now, he did that first. He co-wrote that first because the crazy story that I learned from Krista Makes about that Benny Mardonis song is that that song was written and recorded, and it was like a B-side on a record or something, like eight years before. And then some radio DJ, I think in Ohio somewhere, started playing it on the radio like eight years later, like the artist had no idea. And it caught on like way after the wow. fact. And that wasn't the only song that that happened with like a couple songs. But yeah, Robert Tepper co-wrote this song. But what I want to say about Robert Tepper in his interview, we watched a live performance of him from like the past five years watch did you watch any of his music videos or or, i didn't oh dude he looks like tommy was so from the room doing a opera man adam sandler impression (laughs) when he's performing he is so passionate the whole time 
Oh wait, but, I've seen I've seen the videos before. He does like yeah. this, holding his arms up like yes. fists, like oh. fists in the air with their your elbows oh. cocked into your chest. Yes, he is giving it his all always, like the most um, emphatic performer you'll ever see in your life. Like that's, he reminds me of Tommy Wiseau, like a, a very animated Tommy Wiseau. And we even saw a performance of him. You know, he's a lot older now. He doesn't have the long hair anymore, but it was at the Whiskey A Go-Go and it was from like, I don't know, it's in the past yeah. seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. And he has like a band of like younger people with him and he's playing the song. He is He's in a t-shirt that's like the worst t-shirt you could possibly be wearing for this situation because it's a like ash gray t-shirt and he is so sweaty and it is just one giant sweat stain in the worst possible color to be wearing for one giant sweat stain and he is still just as passionate when he's singing what you're saying arms in the air just every face you can make feeling every lyric feeling every word and even what i will say about the performance in this song there's Parts where he's like really hitting that part in his range where his voice is cracking, you know, like it's like a it's a pretty awesome performance, you know, it's it, like it's, it's you can really tell he means it in a in a world where so many artists that we talk about hate their one hit. Oh, it does not seem like Robert Tepper <laughs> he, falls into that category. He loves it. <laughs> Chris, me and you and I can't speak for Matt, but I know that you and I have been genuine fans of this song. Our entire lives. I mean, I've yeah, I've I've always liked it. I like all the Rocky songs. Right. I mean, I know have always known Robert Tepper's name, and mm-hmm. when you guys asked me to do this episode, I knew that there had to be some song that you guys hadn't done that was a song that I that would qualify. This song's so cool. Who who covered it? The 2008 oh, B- bullet for my Valentine or something like that. Yeah, we we checked that out earlier. Bullet for My Valentine did like, well, they, aren't they, you said they're like kind of like a metal screamo band? I think there's something in that realm. I, I just, yeah, I know the listen, name. We listened to it and it was pretty good, but also we listened to a cover of it just right before you got here by some Nashville band that did uh, it. The Proto Men. The Proto Men that did it with like a full horn section, right? And they did a pretty cool cover of it too. I mean, musically, the songs, the bass line's awesome in this song you know obviously i'm gonna notice the bass line it's it's really cool he's listed on wikipedia as a bass player uh-huh. robert tepper is yeah whoa vocals and bass wow bullet for my valentine according to wikipedia is a welsh heavy metal band okay all right but, uh, but th- they did it pretty by the book they didn't like it's not like they're like screaming it yeah you know they they did it just like a maybe a little bit more rocking of a version uh, i i would love to know which i don't know what is what when Robert Tepper wrote this and performed it, what was he going for musically? Like, who was he like? I want this to sound like so and so. Like, at this point, 1986, you know, there was a lot of hair metal, but I don't think he was going for hair metal. It's definitely around the time of Bon Jovi and okay. Living on a Prayer, which I would say it's pretty Bon Jovi esque. Maybe not yeah. influenced by that. Maybe they're both influenced by the same thing, but very anthemic driving chorus yeah. i could see that actually yeah like i'm thinking of like even like the the musical break gives you a little bit of like you give love a bad names guitar solo part mm-hmm. <laughs> like um i mean keep in mind that this is he's writing this song three years after rocky three with like eye of the tiger and survivor mm-hmm. so there's okay. a little bit of that going on 
I know that there was a question that was asked before we even hit record, which is, what do I know about Scotty Brothers? <laughs> because he got signed to Scotty Brothers. There's no the information according to Wikipedia is he wrote this into the night song. Five years later, he got a record contract from Scotty Brothers. No, no in between information. Uh-huh. But this was his first record. This is his first record. So Scotty uh, Scotty Brothers has always been rumored to have been a mafia front. Like it's always been like this was just a way for guys to they would sign artists that they thought would make a little bit of money but it was always like kind of just like not really their business. Uh they started in 1977 by signing Leaf Garrett. Uh and then slowly they would sign these artists. They would get like they signed Survivor in 1979. They signed Robert Tepper and then they started getting involved in soundtracks and just would be like here's all of the artists we have. You're going to pull songs from this so that we don't have to spend money. So like Basically, I'm sure that Rocky for they they pitched, hey, we want to put out the soundtrack because we just worked with you for Rocky three because we already had Survivor. Here's a new artist we signed, and that's probably how this got into the hands of uh, Sylvester Stallone. But like, Scotty Brothers is infamous for not giving great deals. Uh, I think the the quote that I heard on a different podcast was talking about Weird Al. Weird Al was on Scotty Brothers. They said Weird Al's claim to fame is he might be the only artist who signed a fourteen con a fourteen record contract <laughs> and actually saw it to its end. Like Scotty Brothers was offering those types of deals. Like it's like once you sign with them, they own you because mm-hmm. most bands don't get to fourteen records right. no matter how much they try. <laughs> I think that that's how that happened essentially. Maybe well, that explains why he had a thirty year gap yes. in putting music out. Probably because he was probably trapped in a li- in a contract that he probably couldn't get out of at that point. Right. Um, you know who else they signed? Who also appears on the Rocky Four soundtrack and the Cobra soundtrack? No, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown oh, Band. Right. Who's the Eddie and the Cruisers Band? The, 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 you know the song that's not Bruce Springsteen, but sounds exactly yes. like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that band. <laughs> Which, so case yeah. in point, they were just like, "Here's another artist that we have. He's going to write some songs for it's, you." It's <laughs> it's crazy because it sounds like these artists they they signed Survivor, Robert Tepper. That it's it's like the people that are running the label. It seems to me like I like these artists. I think they're good, but they're also like <laughs> they they seem like. Some person who doesn't know anything about music. This is rock and roll music. This, we we got to, we'll sign this. This is good. This Robert Tepper, who we watched him on American Bandstand back when the song came out. And we didn't get to see the performance. We only saw the interview after, but he was out of breath. He was sweaty and out of breath. To the he point, rocked so hard up to, on that To stage. the point where Dick Clark was like, we're going to give you a second to catch your breath. And he went around and let all the other members of the band introduce themselves. And then he came back to him and he said, Dick Clark asked him how he got his deal, and he said that he he would go into he would go into uh, you, you know offices of record labels and he would jump on the table and just he was like just no one was going to tell him no and I'm sure that didn't work at a lot of record labels but at Scotty Brothers they were like we really like your passion That's you really sign, funny. let's let's sign you to 15 albums <laughs> so I, it's just when you watch the guy I'm not really making fun of the guy but I feel like he could be a guy that you could make fun of fun of a Tommy was so type a right a Steve maybe only you'll get this reference but a Tom from Allentown kind of vibe. <laughs> you know like a, he's just 
this like over the top guy, very passionate about his music. I don't know. I mean, I think he's pretty good. I think his voice is good. And if he wrote this song, but if you listen to some of his other songs, he has some really like also has some really bad songs. Obviously he has some, he, he struck gold here with this one. We heard another song by him. We liked, and it was used in another still. No, no, no. no. Angel in the city was using another Stallone song. but We really like don't walk away. Yeah. Which peaked at 85 on the chart. So not well, right? Right. But got there. Hey, if that would have done better, we might not be here today talking That's about true. it. That's true. He might have been a two-hit wonder. Put down- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not going to lie here. I've become a factor fanatic lately. I'm a busy guy and getting to eat restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes has been amazing. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You have 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. I've been spreading the word to everyone I know, not just here on the podcast, but in person as well. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. You get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the math doesn't lie. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Plus, considering every meal is dietitian approved, it's also nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today by heading to factormeals.com slash one hit 50 and use the code one hit 50 to get 50% off. That's code one hit 50. The words one hit and the number 50 that is at factormeals.com slash one hit 50 to get 50% off. Pound that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? I will say, Steve... This is probably the closest song you've ever picked that's actually a hit. <laughs> you're, good at, you're good at bringing non-hits. You're and I'll at... say you guys are letting me in with non-hits, and I appreciate that. That's true. I said, you know what? He wants to talk about pavement and super drag. Who am I to say? Right. No. A couple, couple no-hit wonders. Um, yeah, this one actually did crack the top 25 Almost. or so. Yeah, top 25. It, it peaked at 22. 
Yeah. Uh, on March 29th, 1986, it was sandwiched between E.L. Lowe's Calling America Ooh. and Stevie Nicks' I Can't Wait. Ooh, good time. But the good top time. five, listen to this top five. You have number five, Kiss by Prince. Oh, nice. <laughs> number four, R-O-C-K in the USA oh. by John Mellencamp. Yeah. And was he John Mellencamp at this he point? He was John Mellencamp okay. at this point. Drop the cougar. Uh, number three was Secret Lover by Atlantic Star. Oh, Secret Lover. Number two, yes. These Days by Heart. These Days by... What's These Days by Heart? I don't know that one. I know Heart, obviously. But... I was thinking of uh, These Dreams. That's not Heart. That's... Oh, These Dreams. Oh, my God. You're oh, absolutely right. These, these Dreams. dreams. Go on when I close my. That's a good one. And then the number one song. I sing that one all the time. To tie back to American Bandstand, "Rock Me Amadeus" by Falco. Yep. <laughs> we when we watched the interview with Robert Tepper on American Bandstand, <laughs> he finished the interview, and then he's like, "All right, now Falco." And me and Matt started laughing because we did it. Falco episode, of course. We're like, "Oh, nice, Falco," and it cut to just. They were just playing Falco and people were dancing. <laughs> people were just dancing to it and dancing like they were robots yeah, or something ever, to it. You know how like when you watch a party scene in a movie and it's like, you know that they didn't know what song was going to be in that scene just yet. So they're just having them down dance to nothingness. Mm-hmm. That's what they looked like. But you could tell that they knew it was Falco because <laughs> they were singing along. Yeah. But they yeah. had no clue. They're just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to dance yeah. this song. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was definitely strange. And we didn't even get to see the Tepper performance. But no. Uh, I'm sure. I, I wish we. I wish it would have been on there. I'm sure it was passionate as hell. <laughs> I mean, it. it's funny how his performance style matches the, 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 the feeling of Rocky. Like, it's. It's really a match made in heaven. Sylvester Stallone and and this guy. I can't imagine when those guys like hung out and the heart to hearts they must have had and things. I just it just makes sense. You you said something when we were talking last night where you're like, I can absolutely see these two just becoming instant friends oh, upon yeah. first meeting. Now I would like to give credit to Scotty Records here because I used to always think that uh Robert Tepper and Survivor being the sound of Rocky was attributed to Rocky, but it's really the sound of Scotty Records. It's the sound of so- Scotty that Records. Rocky borrowed from. Uh, now, Robert Temper also says that Scotty Brothers did almost nothing to promote his music or his album, uh, <laughs> which I think seems to be <laughs> seems to be the Scotty Brothers way. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're, they're definitely a, a mafia front. <laughs> did he put out one album and then nothing else? He in- put out two two albums, and then there was nothing until 1996 on something called MTM Music. And then it was another 15 years until the next one. But he put out an album last year called Feels Like Monday on <laughs> on he- Heavy Breather Records. Cool. Wow. Wow. You okay. Should, you should see if Heavy Breather's... Uh, heavy Breather looking, looking for looking, new acts. Yeah. Send, send the next punchline <laughs> recordings I, to I it. want to be on Scotty Brothers, honestly. <laughs> you well, should Scotty, try to get Robert Tepper to do an episode of this show. We, I, he might say yes. He might yeah. passionately say yes. Yes, actually. I mean... We actually have a new part of our show, Steve. I don't know if you know this, where we we directly talk to the artist because we realized at one point that a lot of the artists are listening to our episodes <laughs> and and a lot of them end up not being happy with us. <laughs> and so, not all of them. Some of them were cool. You know, John from Nine Days was cool. Some people were cool. Some people were not happy yeah. about it. But So there is one 
thing that we do have to bring up about Robert Tepper as well, because I, I think I think I did some disservice, right? He put out No Easy Way Out in 1985. He puts out his second album, Modern Madness, in 1988. And I said that he didn't do anything until 1996. That's not true. From 1990 to 1993, he was the lead singer for Iron Butterfly. <laughs> Okay, Anna got a Davida, right? Yeah, yeah. He just randomly wow. they they put, they said he's the voice we need mm. for our band. Interesting. I don't know a lot about that band other than that. There's that song pretty much is all. I would imagine they're, that they're he made wonder so well. much money from this one yeah. song that, you know, wanted to be a singer in that band, so he did that yeah. and he's been writing stuff for movies and in TV and still kind of making yeah. albums. So I mean, he's been He's had a full music career. Yeah. I would imagine. No, he was just a touring vocalist at this point. Like it wasn't like, you know, they Iron Butterfly has not recorded a new album since 1978, right. but they're like, "Hey, we're hitting the road. We don't have our old singer. This guy doesn't seem to be doing much." He's, he's and, he, and he sings, I mean, he puts on a show. Yeah. No doubt. The dude sweats. I respect that. As a guy who sweats on stage, I really respect the fact that he he gets a workout when he's up there and not all, not everybody does. You yeah, know? no, he puts the passion in there up on that stage. That is undeniable. Yeah. Uh so I I definitely love that about him. I don't mean to sound like I'm making fun of him or, or something. No, we're we're having fun, but the song fucking rips. Oh, yeah, I like love it's it. a, it's a great song. No no disrespect to any of the other people that are that we're recording with while I'm up here in Pittsburgh, but the second that Steve said he wanted to do No Easy Way Out, I was like, well, he's got the best pick of the <laughs> of, of the recording session because well, this song rules. Well, and let's talk about the message of the song for a minute. Like it's it's pretty good. He wrote the lyrics too, right? Yeah. He he wrote this song. Uh it's it's no joke as far as the lyrics. You got you got them pulled up. I mean, it's a, I, I do. It's a pretty it's hard to beat this message. I, I feel like Steve and I, haven't we tried to write this message in our songs a lot? The message of go get, get yeah. you know, right. don't let don't let it, anybody stop you. Don't let things yeah. get in your way. We've we've written that song several times. Is what I'm getting. Right. So here's here's the first two verses. We're not indestructible, baby. Better get that straight. I think it's unbelievable how you give in to the hands of fate. Some things are worth fighting for. Some feelings never die. I'm not asking for another chance. I just want to know why. Oh, I guess I never thought about this being a, a love. It's a love song. I guess so. There's wow. no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. There's no easy way out. Given in can't be wrong. Okay. I, interesting. It double double entendre in a way. Like yeah. you take that. I always took the the chorus as being about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, it's, it's about Rocky. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to pacify you. I don't want to drag you down, but I'm feeling like a prisoner, like a stranger in this no-name town. I see all the angry faces, afraid that could be you and me, talking about what might have been and thinking about what I used to be. Well, uh, see, now, now it doesn't feel as much like a love song that you and me could be. Me and Creed, yeah. we're training, we're training for the fight. It or... Sounds to me like you're saying like I'm leaving this relationship to pursue what I really yeah I'm chasing my want to do. Oh, yeah. oh, that's what you're taking from it. So he wants to leave the relationship. Let's see, and this is the last verse. We'll figure it out. Here we go, baby, baby. We can't shed this skin. We all know how we feel inside. Instead of going down an endless road, oh. not knowing if we're dead or alive. Some things are worth fighting for and some feelings never die. And I'm not asking for another chance. I just want to know why. 
I'm really confused. I, I think no, he was just trying to button it up at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's like, okay, tighten up, close it. <laughs> I, 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 now, is there no easy way out of this relationship that he's in? And and he just has to he has to cut the cord. Is that what he's saying? Or is or does he? Because at first I was like, there's no easy way out. Meaning, we have to make this relationship work. And it's not going to be easy. We got to work at it. But now it sounds like he wants to cut and run. Yeah. <laughs> there's no easy way to do this. I just got to do it. Could be that. I mean, obviously in Rocky, it's like, hey, well, I read you, I read you that beautiful breakdown that someone wrote about the montage scene. Yeah, uh, someone did a full breakdown and ranking of every single <laughs> uh, song in Rocky Four. And um, when they got to No Easy Way Out, they said the following: Let's set the scene. Rocky is bombing around Philly in his Lambo, trying to. Co- cope with the death of Apollo at the hands of his new nemesis, Ivo, Ivan Drago. He's mentally recapping his life up until this point and coming to terms with the fact that he must face his greatest challenge yet, defeating Drago in Russia. The audience knows he has no shot. He's given up more than half a foot in height and reach and just a metric ton of mass weight. But then Rock hears Tepper's tale of divining inspiration from within, and a simmering rage begins to boil. There is no challenge he can back down from. There's no foe he can't vanquish. There is no easy way out. There is only Drago. (laughs) It's a very productive drive that he took. Yeah, Drago's freaking huge. He is massive. Yeah. And I I can't believe he beat him. (laughs) How did he do that? I don't remember. (laughs) Is Rocky IV the best Rocky, by the way? It's it's the most memorable for me. It's the most fun one, I think. It's that and Rocky III are fun. Yeah. One is the one that's like critically acclaimed. Nobody takes so. any movie franchise that gets to four movies seriously <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's, I mean, that one, if you count the Creed movies, I think is up to like eight or nine right. entries in the it's series. A, it, I know it took a major dip after four. Oh, yeah. Five was Five is the, one of the worst movies. Yeah. <laughs> Three was cool with Mr. T. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan as Thunderlips. Uh, yeah, that, he was only in it for a minute, <laughs> but that was Mr. T's big break. Yeah. Uh, who I love, Mr. T. By the way, we talk. We've talked about Mr. T before. Yeah. Mr. T's awesome. He's got a great song about his mom. Yep, that's true. He has lots of good songs. <laughs> is that a hit? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the, I don't think it is. To me, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a hit. Not to us. <laughs> yes, we can make it a hit. Send it. Send it to my mom every yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not a hit until I'm coming back to Pittsburgh and Steve's like, I want to talk about Mr. T's mother. There the, is no other. The, <laughs> the, the, the the most amazing line in that song is the first one, which is. M is for the moan and the miserable groan. <laughs> it's, it's something that about my mother felt when I was bone. bone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love he, he he brought up birthing pain first. <laughs> Look, I, I we don't promote the Patreon nearly enough, but if you go on our Patreon and dig deep enough in the back catalog of bonus episodes, oh yeah, Chris and I did a full review of the Mr. T be somebody nice. or be somebody's fool special. Oh yeah, which is really great. <laughs> it's on YouTube. You should watch it. Do you want to take a moment to say something to Robert Tepper? Anybody got a message for Robert Tepper? Thank you for this song. It's yeah. I've I, it, I've never gotten sick of it. I've seriously liked this song since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Loved the montage in Rocky Four. Yep. B- big fan. And I could see our band covering this song at some point. Yeah. And thank you for this song. Also, yeah. did you used to live next to our friend Alex Moeller in Los Angeles? <laughs> I think he told me that a couple years ago. Hey, Robert, if you're listening, hey, man, having a few laughs, having a little fun, 
fact of the matter is this song is absolutely incredible. Would love to hear hear some feedback. Maybe give us a couple tidbits. If you want to come on One Hit Thunder and say what's up, I know the listeners would love to hear from you. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, we're going to keep rocking this song, man. Love your passion, your live passion. I love the fact I'm a sweater myself. When I get done playing, I am soaked. I love that you also (laughs) are soaked when you finish playing. That just means you gave it your all, man. And I respect that. And yes, this song is great. And I like some of your other songs too. Keep doing what you're doing. I I look forward to hopefully hearing some more Robert Tepper soon. Yeah. I would say this is thunder for me as well. This this song's great. Absolute thunder. Uh, I think that the single that we talked about also, the Don't Walk Away song. Yeah. Don't sleep on that song. That song's got a great chorus. I mean, if you like No Easy Way Out, you'll like that. Angel of the City, not so much. Yeah, we're good on on Angel of the City. I think that Tepper needs to stay away from ballads. Yes. Every time we pulled up a ballad, we were like, ugh. But when we pulled up a rockin', like, inspirational, could be used in a montage Mm -hmm. scene... He's got he's got that market tapped beautifully. He should be Robert Tapper because yeah. he's he's <laughs> nailed it. He's tap he's tapping in. Uh, Shout out to our friend Pat D, who also loves this yeah. song. We talk about this song, I would say every five times me and Pat talk, this song comes <laughs> I could, up. I could see him being very inspired by this song. <laughs> I, could, I, I definitely see that. I, I know it's a big running song for him. My workout playlist has been called No Easy Way Out for wow. for probably the last five years i didn't think to listen to this on the i was listening to mainly jane child on the on the treadmill today but uh robert tepper uh might might have to be added to mine too yeah i think it's going on a a workout list for sure thunders all around for robert tepper yeah who are we to say otherwise round, yeah. round of thunders round of thunders color tan with the loudest cry for missing and after fading you and i Ends up where we're not supposed to We all have a match if we can make the connection So when your time comes make sure you're paying attention to it This has been One Hit Thunder One Hit Thunder is hosted by Chris Fafalios of the band's Punchline Pack and Another Cheetah And produced by Matt Kelly of Geekscape.net Underneath me you're hearing Caller 10 off the Punchline album 37 Everywhere Subscribe to the podcast A Band Called Punchline On any podcasting app and hear the exciting story of how this album came to be our podcast is on Patreon now. Find us at patreon.com backslash OHT podcast for early access to episodes, bonus episodes, and a chance to vote on future songs for us to cover. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. And tune in next week for more One Hit Thunder. Book left to right, look up and down, turn around. Because you never know when listening to the Geekscape Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com, and I'll see you there.